All right, here we go. The next episode of the Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy out there. Hope your week's going well so far. Mine's kind of gone sideways. But nevertheless, that's okay. We deal with it. We move on. We tackle the challenges, overcome, and move on. Even though things don't always go exactly or some things or all things, however you want to look at it, go sideways. Uh, Still have that ability to uh, rise up to the challenge. Like I said, overcome it, figure out the issue, the problem, and uh, move on and move forward. It is hard... It's hard to argue against the facts when certain uh, elected officials just want to rail on corporation greed and overpaid um, board or, uh, you know, C-suites, things like that. Right, so it's it's hard to argue against them when they have the information that's out there on what these um, CEOs are being paid. Now, granted, it's not always exactly what that is. Um, it's sometimes it's it's less than what their package says it is, but nonetheless, it's it's still pretty you know, pretty high, pretty exorbitant amount of money. So our good friend, uh, Tyler Durden, uh, over at, uh, zero hedge. This was Monday, September 25th. It's no surprise to see that CEOs of key companies have multi-million dollar compensation packages but what do these pay packages comprise and do these ceos always receive the compensation they're rewarded or does it increase and decrease with stock market fluctuations and they're talking about how that the wall street journal collected some information on some s&p 500 companies in 2022 and looking at them But again, there's not just salaries. There are bonuses that are also paid in there and stock awards and incentives and things like that. So, for example, uh, Sundar, is it Picha? Pika? Sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, From Alphabet or AKA Google. Top pay is $226 million. Tim Cook, Apple, $99 million. So I'm just kind of jumping through. Uh, Michael Rapino, I missed his. He's pretty good. 139, 139 million. Uh, let's see. Down to uh, Morgan Stanley, James Gorman, 39 million. Exxon Mobil, Darren Woods, 36 million. Lawrence Fink. Uh, Julie Sweet, Accenture, $34 million. So now, speaking of 
uh, Sundar, okay? So let's, let's look at Sundar here specifically. So it's the Google's parent company, Alphabet's Google's parent company. And his um, package of $226 million is 800 times Google's median employee compensation. So it's 800 times what the median pay for Google is. And I would say that theirs would be as high or higher than anybody else's, right? They would definitely be toward the top there. So his annual salary is $2 million, $6 million for personal security, and stocks at two point, I'm sorry, is at $218 million. So if you look at what they actually were compensated, Sundar actually received $116 million, uh, Michael Rapino $36 million, James Gorman received 31 of his $39 million, William McDermott well, it's, uh, it's, uh, Darren Woods actually received ninety million of his thirty-six million, so he got ninety million instead of thirty-six. David Simon Simon Property Group received thirty-six. Uh, I'm sorry, received thirty of his thirty-six million. So anyway, you can see though that again that their numbers were pretty close, right? And then so we can argue well that's only paid out. Invest their stocks based on the, the performance over the next five years, and I get that. But again, though, it's hard for us to understand this and to say that, that they're wrong when these corporations are paying these kind of CEO wages. It's very difficult to argue that. And you're going to say, well, what's the necessary number? I, I can't on- answer that, to be honest. I don't know. You know, when you look at, say, personal security, then, yeah, if it's $6 million, then it's $6 million, I guess. If that's what it takes. So it's hard to kind of maybe argue that, but it is technically part of the compensation package. Um, but the others necessarily don't have that. And so, you know... But where, where, what's the number, right? I mean, is it two? Is it four? I mean, you know, people are going to say, well, these guys are doing the, the heavy lifting. You know, they're making those heavy, make, you know, mega decisions from day to day. And they have the greatest impact on the stock value, which, you know, is somewhat the case. But I would say, though, too, that the, that the individuals that are in there, too, your sales department, um, you know, uh, all those people across the board like that, your programmers and whatnot are the ones also they're going to have a big impact too. I mean, they're carrying it out. They're 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 doing it the most efficient, right? Hopefully they're going to be the most efficient. Hopefully it's going to they're going to have the most cost savings. They're going to be the best people at it. So, I guess, you know, why not compensate them too based on that? And maybe they do. Maybe they are in that way. But 800 times the median? 800 times. Like how much is enough? 
How much is too much? I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, I just need to shut up and just, you know, move on. It's difficult. But I, I, I guess, you know, organizations that want to give certain groups ammunition to criticize their compensation packages are, are doing a pretty good job of, of, of that. You know, and I'm saying like, if you, you know, what does it mean if you could get by on half of that, how much can you pass on to your employees or a quarter of it? So it always makes things interesting, I guess, when, when you see numbers like that, like, I, I guess I was a little bit surprised, maybe a lot surprised at, at, at some of those numbers on that, that compensation. Um, and it makes you kind of wonder then, you know, for others in the same, same situation per se as being a, a CEO from, a, for a major company. I mean, looking at our, our friends over at Unusual Whales there, un, at, un, uh, at Unusual underscore Whales, the median income, and this was, uh, this was uh, September 14th, 841, the median income last year was 74580 compared with 76330 in 21. So it's a 2.3% drop. So the median income is 74000 and you have CEOs... In the millions. I don't know. They could go a lot towards, I think, easing a lot of issues and, and difficulties within within the uh, folks. That it would, I think, provide some security there to them. I mean, again, like, you know, what does a 10 or 15% raise do? It, you know? 10 or 15 across the board for your organization may be below the C-suite. You know, what would that look like? With inflation, cost of living, cost of everything going up, In an organization that can still be successful, still have a push to see the growth, to see the stock grow and, and have success, you know, cut in some of the employees a piece of the action. But I think the other part of it, though, is that people have to also, I guess, rein in their spending when, when times come. That's very difficult. But again, unusual whales. Americans filed more than 39,000 bankruptcy cases in August, an 18% increase from the same point last year. Delinquency rates on credit card loans and consumer loans have jumped to the highest since 2012 and 2020 per the Fed. You know, I, I think that it, there's definitely opportunities 
for businesses to step up and, and to help out. Now, granted, people need to mind their money, manage it better. Don't waste it. Don't spend it on things you don't need at, that you can do without for now. You know, and, you know, don't go out and do a 30-year loan and, and buy that half a million dollar house when if you bought a 250000 or $300,000 house and put it on a 15-year loan, you'd have it paid off quicker. But just don't do that half a, either that half a million on a, on a 30-year either, man. Do, do, do something that you can give you some breathing room there then. There's opportunities. We just people just have to, you know, be on the lookout and understand what interest does. I mean, you know, it's it's it's, and I've had conversations with people, and they say, well, you know, these people they're overextending themselves are just going to file for bankruptcy and and just walk away. Okay, they walk away, but guess what? Your credit's ruined. You're you're you know you're bound up for seven years. You're tied up seven years, seven years, and nobody's going to give you a loan. Under at least under you know nothing under fifty percent interest, right? I mean, it's it's just it's just crazy. And then you've got to give the stuff back, right? So you know, if you can't make your house payment to get get repossessed, you can't make your furniture payment, car payment, whatever it is. So you have that short term, short lived situation. Now I get it. I'm not not banging on everybody that has uh, filed for bankruptcy. People lose jobs. People have health issues, health crises. They've got medical bills and whatever else. So not every person that, that files for bankruptcy is, is a bad person as far as their um, income or as far as their, you know, spending habits or whatever. But when you see the results out there, yeah, you're going to draw some conclusions, right? You know, we know that the economy is going down. The economy is having issues. And, and in the meantime, you know, people aren't changing their spending habits or, or, you know, or they're in too deep. And I guess it should have been a predictor, basically, because we knew, like, that you're seeing the signs, right? The signs were there. That people were, you know, starting to have some hiccups financially, and it just keeps progressing and progressing and progressing. And then we get to where we're at, where we've got, you know, filing bankruptcy. So it's tough. It's tough. Enough. It's tough out there. We got to be wise. Got to be smart and handle our finances and handle our buying and spending and, you know, in a proper fashion. Well, that's all I've got for this episode today. I hope you're doing well, staying healthy, stay safe out there until next time.